Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and uh, this is going to be a good one, folks. I'm here with Lance Finley, and Lance is with Firehouse Design. Lance, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah, it's great to have you. So tell us a little bit about you and Firehouse Design. How are you serving folks out there? Well, uh, we like to say online rescue specialist, and that means some people don't understand how the websites should work, or maybe they have a ineffective website or an ugly website, and it's our job to rescue them from that. And also, uh, if someone has a website they like, maybe they don't like maintaining the site or wanting to make sure that it's secure and and being maintained. So we can also rescue them from site maintenance, but online rescue specialist is the term we like to use. (laughs) Um, I love that. And I want to get into that a little more, but uh, let's talk a little bit about your background and, and what brought you into this business. I mean, what attracted you into website design? Sure, sure. Well, um, we we can go into the long story, but the too long didn't read story is there was a, uh, I came along as the web started to take off. So I was doing print, uh, graphic design, that sort of thing. And throughout all my history, I have been kind of like a platypus. I don't really meet that genus or species properly. I like technology. I like creativity. And those two together usually don't go in one person. But that was that was just I was I was poised for uh, taking off when the web came out because you needed that understanding of what's creative and what what will work, what your options are technology wise. Yeah, you know, that's a great point I mean, that that those two things don't come in the same package often. So you mm-hmm. you 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 bring a unique set of talents to the table for your clients. Yeah. If you uh, have met, and I work with a lot of programmers and I can speak their language, but uh, a lot of those guys are living in their mom's basement and they, they're boo Radley. They don't, they don't get out much, you know, <laughs> frog belly white and they're just clacking away. And that, that's, that's their life. And that, mm-hmm. that's cool. And they are great at what they do, John. It's, it's uh, very linear and um, I can give them something to do and they can, they can make it happen. And, but if there's a, uh, hey, that might not be a good user experience, that doesn't always register with them. Mm. So it's, it's, a, uh, it's an awareness that, that you've got to have. But yeah, that, that typically your, your programmer is amazing at what he does with machines. It, sure. It's not always a, a people person, like maybe a salesperson might be. So I think you alluded to it, but we've got to get into the name of your firm, Firehouse. Sure. Why sure. Firehouse? All right. So there was the movie Ghostbusters in 1985. Mm. And I wanted a fire hall as an office. Still haven't, still haven't got one yet. But uh, I wanted to have a fire pole in that office and just be able to slide down and it just have fun with that. And um, I wanted to convert the the home office and just at least have a fire pole there. My wife said no because I'd be coming down into the bedroom. And that, that, 
that wouldn't work. Uh, but I, I, that, that's where, that's where it started. But a lot of it, a lot of it, John, is the idea of rescuing someone, of mm. coming in and being able to be the hero. Mm. That uh, I'm, I'm really really attracted to that uh that's that's part of my personality i i've um i've got a fifth degree uh black belt in karate uh one in uh just single in uh kung fu i've been uh trained with uh firearms past fbi uh entrance exam uh with with shooting at least um i'm I'm taking a training in boxing now three times a week so that there's something in me that's uh protective uh i want to rescue people that 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 kind of thing is, is where i'm coming from and there's there's been a few uh times that it's it's really resonated like there was a a client that uh, she had a framing business and someone had stolen her url and her website was gone and so i helped you know, get it back and that was so so rewarding and there's also maybe a um there was a uh lawyer a divorce lawyer she's about five one five two tops but she is a bulldog mm. but someone someone uh had told her hey look for uh six hundred dollars a month we'll give you a law firm website and basically she was renting it and they they locked her into like a, a two-year tour of duty with mm. that and she wasn't getting anything out of it and uh i was able to create a splash page so because she called a lot of times this happens. Someone says, I'm coming up on a contract renewal next week. Can, can you get me a new site? Oh, wow. Well, not a quality site in a week, but uh, what we do is we, we create a splash page mm-hmm. and something that's just uh, has her contact information. I can scrape that site, get the information out of it. So once it goes away, I've got a backup of it and then we can rebuild it properly. Mm. But th- that felt good to be able to say these people are taking advantage of you. Even though you're a bulldog in the courtroom, I can be that bulldog for you online. And so we were able to deliver her from that and get her her own website. Oh, wow. That's great work. Uh, Lance Finley is with us, folks. He is the uh, owner of Firehouse Design. Lance, and you kind of went where I was going to go. I mean, you know, pretty much everybody that wants a website has one now. So, you're mm-hmm. kind of coming in behind what that client already has. What are the biggest yes. issues that you see in websites that need to be fixed? Good question. And yes, most of the clients that I have already have a website. Very few don't. Uh, maybe if they're just starting a business, they might need one. But Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually what happens is someone has outgrown their website. Or someone in-house has built it for them. Oh, this guy's uh, a tech whiz. And then he's moved on to another business and they don't know what to do with it. And it gets long in the tooth. And they they just see, have seen it as a commodity. I've got to have a website. But they don't have the website. Mm-hmm. And so it's been built for someone else or it's built for anybody. And it doesn't match their needs. It doesn't match their brand. And so uh, a lot of times those websites, when they're coming to me, it's someone whose website doesn't look good on a smartphone. Maybe it was built a, a couple of years ago, or it wasn't built with the intent of here's who our target market is, or maybe it's got a bunch of stock photography on it. It could be any industry, you know, because they just bought a template mm. that was built for anybody. So 
many times what I'm coming in and doing is making sure it looks good on every device and making sure it's relevant to their target market. Again, it's the website, not a website. Yeah. And, and so that really kind of brings up, you mentioned the kind of the pre-programmed, uh, templates or what have you yeah that that brings up the do-it-yourselfers now there's a lot of those out there right and Mm -hmm. and we see the advertisements and on we we won't mention any of the names but the advertisements of of the you know the do-it-yourself kind of uh, operations out there that folks feel like they can build their own Mm -hmm. um talk to them why should they engage you versus do it doing it themselves what do you bring to the table right well, I, I, I have referred people to those, uh, uh, like a, a Wix or Squarespace or, or something like that. I don't have a problem with that. And that's a good fit for someone who has a commodity. They don't stand out from anybody else. Hey, I just need something that's up there. Mm. I need a place that someone can say, oh, here's my phone number. But for the people that need something that represents them online and it's it's relevant to them then i I think that that's going to be a good fit when when you have i've I've had people call up and say hey i make these little um eyeglass holders that that stick in your breast pocket and i make them myself and i sell maybe you know one every two weeks or something okay wait a minute i i don't want to take someone's money and then be cursing my name say Lance just charged me thousands of dollars to do a website and I'm losing money or I, I, I'm not going to have that ROI for five years or something like that's not a good fit. I've referred people to Etsy and said, hey, look, you don't need a website. You just need something to sell your little chotskis or your little crafts that you make. Mm. Go, go do that there. Someone who said, and I'll tell you one story about a, a lady that said, I, I've illustrated a few books. And nothing to do with the website, but there was this lady that uh, she had had a book illustrated and she knew that I knew about books because I'd worked in publishing before. And she said, will you build me a website to promote my book? And I said, how much do you make per book? And she told me, and I said, I did the math. And I said, okay, at this rate, we're going to have to sell thousands of this book. What, what's the probability of that? And she said, I don't care. Okay, you know if if you don't care about she she's independently wealthy. She uh, wrote the book as a hobby, something she always wanted to do. John, so she she just wanted to have a website out there to promote the book. Mm. And you know what's crazy? It's it's in a lot of it's it's about a child that broke their leg and uh, or hip. I'm sorry, and she wants to have uh, a way for those like it happened to her grandchild. She wanted others to know about it. And now that book is in like Vanderbilt Children's Hospital and it's, it's oh, in all wow. these hospitals and all. So it, uh, we, we still, uh, did well, even though she, she wasn't planning on it. That's so awesome. Th- that, that's, that's, it's fun to have those kind of, uh, stories. Yeah. That's a great story. Uh, but, uh, let, let me, let me tell you a few, little bit more if I could please about this, please. That, um, the problem with some of those do it yourself websites is, it's kind of leading you out into the deep water where you get the sense of, Oh, I can swim, but you don't really own that website. You're renting it from them. So if you ever say, I want to take my website and go somewhere else, you got to start over because it's theirs. Mm. And they're going to try and upsell you on some of those features. 
oh, you want a contact form that's going to put those names into a database. So you go, okay, yeah, we can do that. But now you're paying for that every month instead of developing it once and owning it. So I try to make sure that people are owning their websites, not renting them. And also, I think we mentioned this before, is if you have a website that could have been built for anybody, it's probably not going to be relevant to you. Or if someone looks at it and says, okay, you look like everybody else, that's who you are. Yeah, and websites are a reflection of your brand. Yes. And if your website looks like everybody else, then your brand looks like everybody else. I mean, that's really what we're talking about here, right? Right. And and I've had um, one of my first steps before we ever design a website is I can design a nice looking site, but the point is we want to make sure it's effective. And I've had people that don't know their brand. They think they do, but they have to understand that a brand is not a logo or a website and you can't create a brand. A brand is discovered. So I will sit down with a client and say, tell me your good points. Tell me what you think. Okay. Now let me talk to some of your clients and let's figure out what they think of you. Let's hear what they say is your good points. Because if John, if you like hot pink and I like hot pink, but your customers don't, we don't like hot pink. Right. It, it's it's got to be relevant to that that client. Now that's this is fascinating to me. Uh, so talk, dig into that a little more in terms of sure when you you get permission from your client to go talk to their clients. Yes. How how do those conversations unfold, and and what do you uh, how do you get to the answers you're looking for? Well, I try to keep it positive. It's it's not a a complaining session mm-hmm. where we. You know, uh, they tell me everything that's going wrong with the client. It's it's more like, tell me what is good about this client. Tell me why you would refer them. If they wouldn't, I'd say, well, what would it take for you to want to refer them to uh, someone else? I want to find out, uh, like through analogy. I'll sometimes say, if they were a car, what kind of car would they be? I, I have a client that. Uh, we discovered they, you know, what kind of car are you? And they said, we're an F-150 Ford truck. We're mm-hmm. utilitarian and we're dependable and blah, blah, blah. But uh, their industry sees them more like a chassis. <laughs> They're not even a full car. They have a software that you can add components on top of. Mm. So it, it's just, uh, we assume that if it's familiar, it's correct. But not always. We, we've got to sometimes dig and, and see. It, it's uncomfortable sometimes, but that's the only way that we grow and, and reach our destination is by asking those questions where we might not like the answer or um, to find out find out what that value is perceived from someone else. Sure, that and yeah, that's that's that makes perfect sense to me. And I, you know, I've heard people say your your brand is what others say about you behind your back, you're really helping yeah. your clients uh, get through to what their customers really think of them. And you've probably brought back some insights that were, were brand new to them. They hadn't even heard some of the things, some of the things you're able to report back to them. Right. Right. And, and I will tell them if their baby's ugly. because because i want to help sure sure yeah it's not it's not men in in some sort of ill will kind of thing you're trying to help right right? um uh, folks we're here chatting with lance finley and lance is the owner of firehouse design so lance let's 
Uh, talk about how the the process continues to unfold. So you've you've gone and talked to clients of the of your client, and you come back with your findings. Uh, you make recommendations from there. How does how's it? Yes, yeah. So uh, go it, from there's there? three steps basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's discovery, brand mm-hmm. discovery, mm-hmm. and then there's distillation. We, we distill it down to what are what are those value uh, statements mm-hmm. that we want to uh, share with the client their clients. And then we try to broadcast it. And that can be through online advertising, email marketing, the website, uh, even the business card uh, might have the the tag on. And we want to make sure that color matches, that font matches, that message is just consistent across the board because that all builds brand equity. And when I say equity, like in your home, I can borrow money based off that my home value or what the equity I have in my home. Same thing as if I have built trust with my brand, then that equity, I can ask them to take action. So that that's the whole goal of the whole thing. And let me uh, put a plug in for, uh, I think it's Donald Miller that does the story brand marketing, if you're familiar with that at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I will uh, use some of that and say, okay, look, I am the guide. I'm not the hero. You're the hero in this story, Mr. Client. And so tell me, let, let's, let's discover who's the villain Where's the injustice in your story? Mm. Let's tell that story when we're coming up with your tagline, when we're trying to give the value statement on the website. The first thing should be like, like for me, we rescue you from ineffective websites. So that, that's, that's what I'm trying to do for the client is mm. trying to say, where's the injustice? Where can we, where can we help? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about success stories. Uh, because it sounds like you've got quite a few, and I'd love to hear uh, of some of the stories of rescue that you've uh, pulled off. Sure. Um, well, there was uh, one client that they had um, uh, a need to reach a uh, broadcast, get their, their brand out there. And uh, they were basically a employment agency for directors. If you could like uh, someone, let's say, uh, Captain D's uh, Fish Restaurant. They want to have a director for their next ad spot. Well, th- this company would take directors and and place them mm. and things like that. Okay. And so their the, their name was their tagline was small but mighty, and they had uh, uh, a Piranha as their logo. Piranha Pictures was the name of the company. And so we set up a webcam on their Piranha tank, and uh, they would feed it. And we actually uh, brought down the host uh, because of the the traffic. Oh wow! That was coming in, and so we had to establish uh, <laughs> so some streaming uh, for that. So, but uh, something that's that's uh, creative like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I mentioned before that uh, like that that uh, company where someone had stolen uh, this poor uh, older lady had uh, you know had her website go away because someone had stolen that uh, URL, and that was that was fun to bring it in there. Um, I like uh, stepping in where I think there's been an injustice. Like someone has um, gotten someone into that, that contract where they're renting a site for, like I mentioned, you know, hundreds of dollars and being able to give them a site where they own it. That that's fun. And sometimes that rescue can be just from a mindset. I don't know if you've ever watched the biggest loser, Mm. but uh, when, when they have someone that, 
is is in that overweight situation mm-hmm. that's because there's something inside that they don't they don't feel good about themselves and the outside matches that and to watch that coach reach that person and say you can do this little thing look you've had a success and they start to believe in themselves now that's that's what's really cool is when you can rescue someone from thinking that they are ordinary but you start showing them from from your perspective the value that you can see that they have and that development of a logo when you first display it and they say wow that's me i look cool and when when you see that that website i've had um, a, a software company came to me for uh, um, a logo design and I met with them and researched their industry. Uh, they didn't feel comfortable with me calling their clients because it, it, it wouldn't be appropriate. They're uh, like banks and it's a high security thing and they don't feel comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. So I researched the industry, but we came up with uh, a more modern type logo and they loved it. And it was just a logo project, but now uh, we're redoing their website. Where and that rescue is for the salespeople because they say they were they were telling me uh, you know coming alongside Hush when the founder wasn't there, Lance. When I go out and try and sell, the website costs me business. So I was able to go along and say, okay, look, here's what a brochure could look like. Here's what your logo now looks good. Mm-hmm. Let's redo that website so it's a sales tool, not a, a detriment to you. It, it's it's kind of like I have a friend that uh, he is he's, he's like special forces, so he's very serious. He's very dedicated to what he does, but he's a carpet cleaner. Now I've, I've been to his apartment, and it's it's like an Al Qaeda cell or something. He's got chemicals and <laughs> shelves, and that's it, and maybe a cot <laughs> in the floor. Okay, right. He, he's very dedicated to what he does, but Lane will go in and he will. Uh, steam clean one square to show them what he can do. Uh-huh. But then when people come back uh, afterwards, they said, well, okay, we'll give you a call. We'll think about it. They can't get that spot out of there because it's, it's so clean and they've got to oh. have them come back to finish the rest of it. I love so, it. Sa- same thing. So I, it, it might be a little bit uh, selfish, but I will design that logo and try and knock it out of the park because when they look at it, they say, well, that doesn't match our website. That doesn't match our email marketing. Mm. That doesn't match. Our-. And so I can, uh, open that mindset to, uh, Hey, you could be rescued in other areas, not just this one aspect of what I do. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Now, one of the things that I, I see here in the show notes about you that I think is, is, um, well, (laughs) it's not to cast dispersions on anybody else, but it's just, it's terrific stuff. Um, that, that you're looking with your clients to develop deep long-term relationships as yeah. opposed to what is typical in the industry of what's called smash and grab. So right. explain the smash and grab part. Sure. Sure. And and then, so, and then what your yeah. philosophy is. I've seen a lot of competitors have the philosophy of we've got one solution and it's these five uh, like we're going to make sure that you have email marketing. We're going to set you up with a uh, uh, blog rotation and uh, uh, creation of that and articles regularly. We're going to make sure you have online advertising. We're going to, and they, they do all these things without looking at the research to say, if it, see if it's needed. Mm. And it's just because that's what we offer. So that's what you're going to buy. And they hit them hard, hit them fast. 
these people don't know the web. So they just say, okay, this is an expert. And then that person uh, moves on to the next because that's where their money is. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to uh, keep looking for that that big hit, that initial sale, and then it's on to the next one. With me, uh, now there are some clients that uh, I've not ever seen. It's just that's the nature of, of web design. But uh, I have uh, clients. There's one that I've had for over 20 years. And I really enjoy those relationships and um, owning my own business. I can say goodbye to someone if they're, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we Difficult. call it the pain and suffering charge, you yeah. know, the little PNS, you know, line item. Like, right. I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to say, Hey, uh, if this is mutually beneficial and we like each other, let's keep doing business together. And if I'm not making a lot of money after that, that first initial sale, and it's maybe just maintenance. That's an excuse just to get together. Yeah. I'm I'm, very, I'm an extrovert and I love to interact with people. So it's it's almost like this business is a way for me to maintain relationships and, and fund those relationships rather than the other way around. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um uh, that is that is great stuff. Uh, so l- let's let's talk about you mentioned the the long term relationships and some of them go back literally decades. Um, yeah. That brings up the question: How often should someone refresh their website? What do you recommend on that? Yeah, the the industry says about every five years. Um, I can tell if a website is getting a little long in the tooth just because there's some uh, fads, you know, design tricks or whatever that people use. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that, but really what it needs to be is when something changes in your website, or I mean, in your industry, that your website needs to match that from, from a, just a, a branding standpoint of, Hey, look, we're shifting to this type of uh sale. Or a lot of times I ask a client, not, what are you known for? What do you make the most money on? Or what would you like to have more business from? So I, if I have a plastics company, they say, well, we do a lot of shelving, but what we really make money on is a uh, exhibit booth because we get to do the design and the fabrication, all that. Okay. Well, let's showcase that on your website and, mm-hmm. and, and try and trying to uh, focus on, on that. So that would be a good time to redesign the site. The second time, the second criteria is technology. There are versions of software that are the hackers are constantly trying to find ways to get in. So the software manufacturers, like, like let's say WordPress, there's going to be little loopholes or soft targets in their software that's found. And so the, the hackers will try and exploit that. So they come out with a new build. I've come across websites that have not been updated in uh, uh, years. And so they're just a lot. To, unfortunately, it'll be I'll, I'll be called in when there's been a hack or something like that. I mean, I didn't build the site, but I'll, I'll find out later. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll come in and rescue them for that. Those are uncomfortable. Um, and look, if Equifax and Target and, and those people get hacked, I'm sorry, but if you have a community bank in a small town in, in Tennessee, I know that you need the appearance of security, but it's going to be very difficult if you don't update your site to prevent that from happening. And mm. I, I've seen that happen, unfortunately. Mm. Um, Lance Finley 
is with us, folks. Uh, Firehouse designed uh, terrific work here. So, Lance, uh, I went to your website, which is awesome. Um, yes. And what I s- see there are a lot of different types yes. of clients. I mean, you you've you've really yes. got a wide uh, portfolio there. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I get so, bored easy. Yeah, congratulations so. <laughs> on that. But but let's tell everyone, you know, the types of clients that you work with uh, specifically. Sure. Who who are good fits for you? That's an excellent question. You know, a, lo- a lot of people in my industry focus on one industry, and it and they specialize in that. But the web is really the the way it works. It's not. Like the, the way it works for a, a plumber is not that much different from the way it would work from a lawyer. But I get, like I said, I get, I get bored easily. I love partnering with different companies because then I get to learn about different industries. And I am not specialized in a certain uh, type of uh, category of industry, but the size company does because if someone has a hundred employees or more, they probably already have a uh, digital marketing division in their company. Now I can come alongside and help with overflow, but the sweet spot is a business owner that's a, a few people, like maybe a dozen people, up to about a hundred. Mm. And right in there is the the size company I'm looking for. But um, I love working with, like like you mentioned, the variety of clients is fun. Uh, that 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 keeps it interesting, and to me, it's like going to work for a different company every day, mm. and and it's interesting to learn the industry, learn who their uh, target market is, and and discover that. Like, there's there is a uh, chiropractor I had uh, opportunity to do a website for, and I learned so much from her about how if this one vertebra is off it can affect your digestion because the nerves are flowing through there and they spot off to go to your stomach or whatever so mm. it's just interesting things like that and then you know i'm, I'm like cliff clavin of cheers you know i'm giving little <laughs> factoids to uh people uh, you, from different industries it's fun it's fun to learn i love that that you you dated both of us because of that yes, reference that yes. I laughed at it. So I obviously do who, you, who you're talking about but we won't get into age at this yeah. point right <laughs> but uh that's awesome uh uh Lance Finley, folks, uh, Firehouse Design. Uh, if you are in, in need of a, a better solution for your website, here's here's the guy to to call. And that that's really gets the most important question, Lance. Is for those that have heard something, makes them want to pick up the phone and call you or get in touch with you. Why don't you give your coordinates? All right. So easiest way to get in touch with me is firehousedesign.net. And they can they can see some of the work there. Uh, they can uh, look at a one sheet and see some of the services we offer. Um, and also, if you want to call, uh, my direct number is 615-479-4975. And uh, I'll tell you, I, I learned uh, to have some boundaries. I only answer the phone between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I was... I was up working late one night on uh, this restaurant, and I thought I'm going to show them how important I am, how hard hard worker I am. And uh, 11:30 or whatever, I sent off an email, and my phone rings, and the client goes, "Hey, I saw you're up." So blah blah blah, I started doing work. I said, "Okay, <laughs> I need some boundaries here." So only answer the phone between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. But uh, 
always on call because you know website might go down or something like that. But sure, sure, sure. Great stuff here, uh, Lance Finley, Firehouse House Design. It's been great having you. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, John. Thank you. Uh, Folks, just a quick reminder that you can find all the episodes of Nashville Business Radio on NashvilleBusinessRadioX.com. We'd love it if you would go find the show on your favorite podcast app, subscribe, give us a five-star review. It's not about John Ray. It's not about Business Radio X. It's about great guests like Lance. So folks can find the show and uh, uh, potentially use their services. So we would love it if you would do that for us um, along the way. So for my guest, Lance Finley with Firehouse Design, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio.